0: All right, on this episode of the Follow Through with Clips and Drew, of course we're talking Jimmy Butler and what's going on in Minnesota. We are also doing our Clips and Drew NBA preview. We're covering every NBA team from top to bottom, where they stand, where they're not standing. You're not going to want to miss this. We're also throwing a party on Tuesday, NBA tip-off with Clips and Drew. And we have another Forest Lab giveaway. We're giving away t-shirts like hotcakes, people. Tune in, find out how you can win one. It's the Follow Through with Clips and Drew. Drew... Give me the intro music.
1: Excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt like Mount Vasuvius. I'm about due to erupt, use it or I'm losing it. They say I need to loosen up. Tight, I'm well taught. I must do the max like looty us. I do have something to say, so you got to give it up. Give it up. like this before, like this before, like this before.
0: What up, podcast world?
2: What's up, everybody?
0: It is the follow-through with clips and drew. The True Players podcast you are now tuned into episode 47. Dude.
2: 47 man.
0: I'm interested. I only know 147.
2: Yeah. AK47. That's the only dude I know Andre at 47. Mm-hmm. It's definitely going to be his episode. Seriously. Yeah. That's that's it. He's like literally the only like big name player uh, and he wore 47 his whole career. The Russian assassin, AK-47, which is, it's almost like it would have been terrible for him to choose another number, like a different number, right? Because AK-47 is just so, it's perfect. It works. It's perfect. It works. So yeah, it's definitely going to be his episode. Okay. <laughs> Andre Kirilenko, shouts to you, buddy. I don't even know where he is. He's probably he's probably he, back in, in the motherland. I would imagine he's probably a Russian oligarch at this point. He's got some, what's a what's an oligarch? Oligarch. It's like one of the higher ups. Um, it's like a pseudo politician like title. Okay. Essentially, he's just rich as fuck over in Russia, just like overseeing three different oil manufacturers <laughs> or some shit like that, and some caviar. I would imagine. But who got, else like, we a, got? Uh, <laughs> so outside of him, bro, mm. Jerry Lucas. Okay. Good guy. Yeah. Really good point guard. Only one year for the number 47. Mm-hmm. It was for the San Francisco Warriors at the time in 1970. Tiago Splitter. No. One year again uh, for the Sixers in 2017. He's not in the league anymore. I think he's back in Brazil or Spain or something like that. And then Scott Williams for the Suns and Bulls? the Cavs. Nope. Okay. Not that Not that Scott Williams. Okay. For the Suns and the Cavs in 2003, 4, and 5. So like I said, bro. That's it, huh? Kirilinko. Oh, AK forty seven. Who I mean, dude was good. Very was, good.
0: I'd say four or five years. He was really good. Yeah. Always around everything.
2: always around like defensive player of the year during mm-hmm. that time. He was long as hell. He had a lot of blocks. And they had a nice little run. Utah did, like this is like towards the back end of the Jerry Sloan days da- with Darren, Darren Williams. Williams. Yeah, yeah Darren Carl Williams. Boozer. Uh Boozer. Mm-hmm. They were they were You know, obviously, Baron Davis had a fantastic moment against Kirilenko with the dunk heard around the world. Shout out to BD, my guy. I mean, that's probably, unfortunately for Kirilenko, that might be the number one reason why people remember him Actually, you
0: want to know why I remember AK? Yeah. That's a a reason.
2: Yeah. I get that.
0: But... Not only did Baron Davis bang on AK, and that's what most people are going to remember. Yeah. I remember his badass wife. He had one of the badass
2: wives. Super
0: hot. And And their rule. And they had the first (laughs) ever, the the, the original hall pass deal bro. that she gave AK. So smart. So smart. You can go and fuck one other girl. Yeah. Every year. One girl a year. Just one. You let me know who it is. I'll got to approve. Right. And... You're fine. I'll let you do it one time a year. That may
2: be the smartest thing that any NBA wife has ever done, dude. That and they have—they're happily married.
1: I got a hall pass. Can you believe it? I got a hall pass.
2: <laughs> I wonder if he still gets that privilege now that he's not—he's not in the NBA, not in the league. <laughs> I probably not. Nah, probably not. Probably not. But what
0: a cool, what a cool wife.
2: So I mean, honestly, let's just let's just for a second. Like, yes, ideally, we would like all of the men that are married to stay faithful, stay faithful. But when. It comes to the NBA. We know that they're traveling around from city to city. They got girls all over them, everywhere they go. I'm I seriously think this could have saved, this deal could have saved so many NBA marriages that ended up in divorce.
0: Totally. So that's what I'm gonna remember AK Karolinko for. That yeah. and the fact that he's episode forty seven on the follow through podcast. There it is. The True Players podcast. Correct. Which we attempted to do yesterday. We did. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah. we tried to do this podcast yesterday. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, I was concussed, yeah. as they like to say. Yeah. Dude, I got my bell rung yesterday. Yeah. Um playing at uh you know playing pickup like I normally do in the afternoon. Literally the last game of the day. Uh I took it to the rack and this dude just jumped right into me. I got his hip bone to my face and that's all I re- all I remember is gnarly. Dude's all I heard was ooh. Yeah, right. And the next thing I was driving home with my boy Jeff <laughs> Jeff Crompton. <laughs> we tried to do the pod yesterday. I was referring to Jimmy Butler's Jimmy Buffett. standing away again.
2: Drew, Drew decided to call it. I made an executive decision.
0: <laughs> he, he said, we got to do this
2: shit tomorrow. Let's just, but... let's give you a second to rest. Let's get that brain to stop swelling a little bit. It was tough. Yesterday yeah. was tough. Yeah.
0: So we're going to knock this out today. There's a couple things we're going to go over. This is going to be our NBA preview podcast. A lot of people have been DMing us, asking us where we think certain teams right. are going to be. They want and some rankings. They want rankings. And, you know, we're going to give that to you. But first and foremost, we're going to talk about as the world turns, a day in the life of Jimmy Butler. We oh got to talk about Jimmy Butler again. This is this is constantly in the news now. It it's hilarious. And if you live, you know, under a rock, you might not know what happened at practice yesterday.
2: Was right. it yesterday or was it two days Two days ago was the practice, was the that, practice. when Jimmy returned to Minnesota to practice after, two days ago.
0: After all the beef, he's requested the trade. Uh, he hasn't seen anybody. He's barely played basketball. Right. Um, and he went out there taking shots, calling out names. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Woj was on this. Immediately, you know, immediately,
2: uh, yeah. Woj gets alerts. I swear to God, Woj... Was Woj at practice. No, he wasn't. Right. Woj has, I swear, he's got the numbers of every single uh, of like a team attendant, and that's. I swear, he's he's sliding those guys tickets so or some money or whatever, some ESPN uh, free stuff or whatever, because he's getting the alerts. Right. At, like, it's as it's happening. Right. It's crazy. It, it broke so fast.
0: Yeah. And what happened, if you live under a rock and you don't know, uh, they were doing scrimmage in practice. Yeah. And, and we all know the beef that, that Jimmy's had with Wiggins and, uh, Thibodeau, the coach, the front office and, uh, Carl Anthony Towns. And they were going into the scrimmage and he refused to play with the starters. He said, I ain't fucking with you guys. Took three of the third stringers. Um, which I want to, I want to say something about this. Third string doesn't. This isn't third string in high school. These guys are NBA prospects. You're one of the top five. You know, good college players. You're one of the top 300 players in the world, basically. Third stringers. So let's not. Five hundred. Top five hundred. Right. Top five hundred. Yeah. These guys aren't scrubs by any means, but it's not Towns and Wiggins. Certainly isn't. So he took uh, the the scrubs, if we want to call them, and kicked the asses of the starters. Yeah. And meanwhile, during the practice, he's calling
2: out Tibbs. He's calling out Scott Layton saying that you fucking need me. The GM. Uh, that's the biggest quote. You fucking need me. <laughs> you can't win without me. That's amazing. And then, and yeah, he went at Cat directly one-on-one. And calling out names. Yeah. Yeah. And it, apparently what I saw was that Cat uh, tried to post him up once and passed it out. Soft
0: ass cat. Right. He's
2: soft, bro. Right, and then and then Jimmy was like, "You can't, you can't post me up, bro. You can't, you can't post me. This isn't happening." And he's like, "I'm, I'm, okay. I'm right here."
0: Okay, I love, I love his passion. Yeah, okay, I, I dig that. Yeah, it's no, it's no secret that, I mean, these three just don't get along. Okay, there's been beef all summer. They do not like each other.
2: Yeah, it's a toxic locker room right now. Right, we're um, talking about Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns, and Jimmy Butler, and Jimmy the Butler. main three stars. That they constructed this team around.
0: I mean, it's a great story. Think about this. This guy rolls into practice after not seeing everybody. There's been beef and he just kicks everybody's ass off the court. Yeah. Jimmy Butler, we've discussed this, is a top 20, if not top 15 player in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. Is he a superstar? No, I don't think he's a
2: superstar. Yeah, he's 30 years old now. It seems like his prime years Mm -hmm. have, have, have run away from him, which is tough to say because last year dude when when they were all clicking and and really healthy dude they were in the 3 seed for they a while there. they were 3 and 4 seeds so is he a superstar? No, you're mm-hmm. right. But he is definitely uh in my opinion he's an all-star and in my opinion he is in the top 15 players in the NBA. And he's probably in the top 3 best
0: shooting guards in the NBA. Harden, Thompson, Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Th- in whatever order you want to put. Probably yeah. Harden at the first. Yeah. Um probably Clay at the second and Jimmy at the third. Tibbs obviously wants Jimmy to stay. Yeah. Um, he doesn't want to give him up. I don't think anybody's really thrown out anything valuable as far as the trade goes. And you, we saw this with Kawhi, you know what I mean? Like you're probably not going to get exactly what you want. Miami has been in the forefront, yeah, but the deal hasn't been made.
2: Yeah. It's because Tibbs wants to keep him. He does. And, and, and it's also because Tibbs, I mean, this has been said a lot, but Tibbs is kind of in the hot seat Mm -hmm. himself. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of, we're getting into like what year three of his reign there Mm -hmm. in, in, in Minnesota. And, he needs to produce some results. Yes, they made the playoffs last year, but they, they got swept by the Rockets. Obviously, a good team, but you know the best chance for Tibbs to keep his job is to get the, this Timberwolves team back in the playoffs. And the only way feasible right now is, is in his mind, is to keep Jimmy Butler because they are a very good team and they have three superstars when he's there. So it, for me, like I, there isn't a DeRozan option like the, like the Spurs had. The Spurs saw an opportunity to get an all-star caliber player for Kawhi Leonard and they made it happen. I don't see any of these players on that kind of a DeMar DeRozan level that are going to be able to be traded to... Minnesota. They're
0: not right, and you're going to lose Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's not staying in Minnesota. You can do whatever you want. Well, it sounds like if they give him this extension, but you can't. But you and th- trade <laughs> like Wiggins or something like that. But then you don't. Yeah, but that's not going to happen. And it's not going to happen. And and then you're going to have three players on the on the and payroll. Got no that's, money. There's no money. No money left. Um, and it's a, it's a fuck. It's it's going to be a soap opera. Uh, excuse me, soap opera all season. If these guys are fighting the first day of practice, right. if this shit's going down the first day of practice, what are we going to do 27 games into the season? Exactly. You know, what's going to happen when Jimmy Butler, you know, sh- shakes off Carl Anthony Towns in the post or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Goes four doesn't on. Doesn't
2: pass to Wiggins Yeah, on goes four
0: on one and pulls a Russell Westbrook shooting a three. Right. Like, I just see a lot of that happening. He came out and said, I'm going to compete with the team. And I think he is a professional and yeah. he doesn't want to fuck up his money that's coming up. Right. But. He will not be on the team come next season. So you don't like, there's a, there's this balance, dude, where it's like, you don't want to, you want Jimmy on your team, but if he's not going to be here next year, we got to get some value for him. Right. Maybe that being at all star break, let's see how this right. goes for a couple months. Yeah. Um, and if it really doesn't work, which I
2: do, do you see it working at all? The, uh, yes, I, there is, there's, a, there's a slim chance that this works, mm-hmm. right? Because, uh, Thibodeau has faith. In, in all three of these guys, it seems like he has faith in all three of these guys and that they can actually make this happen, right? Like if he honestly and truly thought it wasn't viable, then then to me, trying to keep him would be useless, right? So in his mind, he must see a, a way to success with this. He must see a way to repair whatever bridges have been burned. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it is possible, right? The only way that, that I see it being possible, though, is cat. And Wiggins and and Jimmy all have to like have a sit down and break this down and 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 even come to an agreement that says as much as like we don't have to like each other, but we need to be on the same page. We need to be competitive and we need to trust each other for whatever that's worth. At do least on any the of court,
0: them do, that's very that's the professional
2: way to right. go. The that's only one I see bringing that to the table is Jimmy is at Jimmy. this point. Totally, I don't know if if Wiggins and Towns are at a place. Uh, to to do that yet, I don't know mentally if they if they even want to go there, right? So I the whole thing for me is like all of this energy that Jimmy is bringing is very very good. Mm-hmm. I think any team in the NBA would want a, a a player of Jimmy Butler's caliber and mentality on their team. There shouldn't be a single team in the NBA that doesn't want somebody like Jimmy Butler there because he is arguably the first or second best player on that team. And he's the one putting in what it seems like the most effort, being the most competitive. And the most vocal. Right? So Which is what leaders should be. Right. Not all leaders are vocal. Right. We know that Kobe wasn't the most vocal vocal. And and a lot of people didn't necessarily even view him as a leader because of that. Mm-hmm. But he was he was always a leader in the way that he did his thing, right? You know, earliest to practice, last to leave. All the, all the game tape and stuff. So, And I do think that Jimmy kind of has a little bit of that in him. You know, I say all of this to, to say that it seems like right now they're going to try and force Jimmy to come back and, and make this situation happen. And if they can put that behind them and just suck it up and be like, dude, I don't have to see him outside of the court. I don't have to hang out with this guy. He doesn't have to be my best friend. Um. I think they do have a chance at success, but I, I don't see that being a very good situation. I think it's going to be disaster. I agree. The, whole the, the majority be- of, the, of the odds are are with it being terrible right. and going completely awry and then kind of having an explosion or like a fight or something like well, that. So
0: where out. this all started was when Jimmy came to the team, he basically walked in the locker room and said, all right, this is my team. You guys are going to – I'm the leader. I'm this. I'm that. And Cat and Wiggins were like, well, you haven't fucking done anything. Where you have know, you been? Where Yeah, you know, like <laughs> – This is we've been here. You know what I mean?
2: Like, why is this your team? So he hasn't won a ring. Right. He hasn't won an MVP. He hasn't really made much of a dent in his career in the playoffs. Um, Yeah, he's been an all star. So outside of that, a lot of people there. Right. But, But yeah, to your point, it's like, well, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You're a good player. But like, where is this? Like, winning is everything to you when when you haven't really done that, right? You know, you, you haven't won anything really. So, so if you come in with that mentality, it kind of sets people off, especially the young bucks too. Which is what he wants, though. I think at this point, he's going for any fucking reactions. He wants a reaction Ooh. out of Cat and Ooh. and Wiggins that says "Do fuck you." Right. It seems like he's drawing that out because they're
0: both soft. We know are. Wiggins and Cat are soft, and,
2: and they're non-confrontational, right. which is like a really like twi- a, they
0: like Twitter beef though. It's dude. all
2: it's all, but it's a very much a millennial kind of. Uh, state of mind that they that they have right like it's easy for people to talk shit online not in not in person than it is for someone especially if someone who's 23 years old to do it in person right like and i lack. think jimmy will, jimmy will throw hands if, it's, yeah. if it comes down to and it. i and i think that that's a real thing that, right. that, that that everyone on that minnesota roster is aware of and it's
0: crazy like they, this uh, two things one The the practice shit went down, the internet blew up, and then literally within the hour, he's doing a Rachel Nichols sit down about the practice. Which was a great interview. It was a really good interview. And Jimmy got, I think Jimmy needed to let people know exactly how he's feeling and whatnot and exactly what went down. And he didn't shy away from it. He said, yeah, I
2: I said a lot of things. Right. Basically, just to, to, to light a fire under people's asses. Yes. And that's what I think. I think he wants, he wants to engage these guys especially. And see, dude, like, either, either join me or fight me or something. Give me something. Right. So instead of just like this blank stare. Don't you think Derek Rose should just step in? Maybe. See, here's or- the thing. Here's the thing. And this is why I think it might be a little uncomfortable. For Wiggins and Towns is like now there's a lot of dudes like Derrick Rose and Taj Gibson and a lot of these, a lot of these veterans that are probably like better boys with Jimmy and more along the lines of Jimmy and Tibbs because they all played together, (laughs) you know, seven years ago in Chicago. So the locker room is probably divided. I would and I would say almost leaning to Jimmy. Right. Right. So it's not only. A Wiggins and 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 Cat that have beef, but with Jimmy. But it may actually turn into kind of this beef. Like whose side are you on? Right, right. And I and I again, just going back to like. This is a terrible locker room, uh, atmosphere to have, especially for a, a season that we know last nine months. And, and yeah, and, and as much as we'd like to say, they don't have to hang out off the, off the court. You're together. They're, they're never they're, not on the court. They're right. either on a plane flying to a game or they're on the court together. So it's, it's, it's hard to separate that, right? You're always going to be around each other. So. Well, when they,
0: they interviewed Teague after practice and Teague was like, look, Jimmy's my boy. Yeah. You know, like these he's guys a friend are my boy. He's my, he's my friend. You know, yeah. like. Off the court, we don't really even talk about basketball. We talk about friend stuff. Right? Yeah. So then after this practice happens, yep. the following day, which is yesterday, yep. practice was supposed to happen again. Practice was canceled. Canceled practice. And supposedly Jimmy threw a team a team only meeting. Team only mo-
2: meeting, which is up in contention somehow. Somehow well, Teague well, Teague and said
0: it's fake news.
2: Teague said it didn't happen, uh-huh. and Jerry Lucas. Speaking speaking of Jerry Lucas, Jerry Lucas the uh-huh. who was an assistant coach there, also said it didn't happen. Really? So there's been two sources that have confirmed that this has not happened, as well as a number of Wojnowski's sources that said it did happen. It did, and even discussed what was what was said in the meeting. Did Did he say what was said in the meeting? He said he said essentially it was about competition and mm-hmm. and drive, mm-hmm. uh, and and how Jimmy said that he's here to compete and he's too competitive to sit out any games, and, and so. That's, that's what the gist of that was, and he was looking uh, to engage all of his teammates, especially Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins. So it's exactly what we're talking about. Uh, now, whether or not it happened is completely up in the air to me, because if you have two guys like Jeff Teagues, their starting point guard, right. if there's a players-only meeting... That dude is absolutely in that meeting. You have to be, there. and if he's saying that didn't happen, then what are we actually talking? Or he about? could just be saving it because he doesn't. You know what I mean? Like, I hope that's what it is. I because do too. honestly, as much as I enjoy hearing about this shit, that shit should be kept in that place. Mm-hmm. If it's a players-only meeting then it should be a players like the war ESPN. Nobody should have a take on what happened there. Other than there was a players only meeting, right. they should have no points of, of, of discussion. They should have no idea was what they, what they did in that meeting. And I hate that somebody on that roster or within that organization is leaking this information. It's, it's cutting out the legs from Jimmy and it's also cutting out the legs from Tibbs to try and make this an amicable situation. Do you see it working out though? No, no, I think it's possible, <laughs> right. but the answer is absolutely no.
0: I'm 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 with you on that. And didn't he tell? Uh, didn't he say that he, he's looking forward to seeing Wiggins' brother too? Oh, I bet he did. And, and he said like he's gonna get, he's gonna see me. Good. His brother's gonna have to see me. That's and right. They got the Twitter beef and Jimmy had the not same energy. At. Um, possible places for Jimmy to go before the season's over. It's obvious, like we were just saying. Um, you know, Miami's in the hunt, but that deal didn't get done for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, the money's just got to be right. Uh, I heard the, the Cavs and the Bucks were really looking. I think the Bucks would be a really good Bucks place. Bucks would be great. They need them. They would, that would put them in, in like up there with Boston, I agree. And with Philly. Yeah. Um, the one that was interesting to me, um, was, was Washington for Otto Porter. They said just to Otto Porter straight up, maybe one more dude throwing yeah. a pick or whatever and get Jimmy over there with John Wall and, and Beale and, uh, and Dwight Howard and now Austin Rivers and, put Jimmy in that in that yeah. line. that's a that's a good look. It's a
2: super nice roster, but again, that's bringing an alpha dog to a team that's already kind of divided. It seems as though John Wall and Bradley Beal, we're going to get into, you know, the dynamics of Washington a little bit later mm-hmm. in our preview, but just like they've already have issues on that roster with leadership. John Wall wants to be the leader. Bradley Beale wants to be the leader. It doesn't seem like they can co-lead. And then bringing that guy into that locker room with, with someone Howard. like Dwight Howard, who's pr- probably the opposite personality of Jimmy, right? So, so you have this ultra competitive Jimmy Butler guy. And then you have this guy, Dwight Howard, who's known for like kind of taking things a little easy and, and joking about stuff. I see that as being a terrible fit for that locker room. Right. Now, roster-wise, you get those guys on the floor. That's a hell of a fucking team. So if again, if if, but if that all, atmosphere can work out for them, then great.
0: And it all comes down to: Is Jimmy going to resign? Like all, right. it, he has to. Nobody's going to take Jimmy Butler if he's not going to resign. And you know he is a free agent this coming summer, along with a bunch of other people. He can pick and choose where he wants to go. Jimmy Butler, stay in Minnesota, work it out, play it, play out your contract. But I kind of want to see the train wreck that is the Minnesota I'm excited.
2: That's the other side. I'm like, I'm motivated for my personal stuff because I want to w- be able to watch what I happens. Too. I want to see some shit go down on the court or an argument that happens or we hear about a fight breakout. Like I think all it's going to happen it's sooner, gonna be sooner than later, bro. It's going to be super entertaining.
0: Hey, but uh, you ready for this preview? Let's do it. Let's get into the NBA preview. It's the Follow Through with Clips and Drew podcast. Let's do this. All right, it's that time, Drew. Yep. It's the NBA preview from Clips and Drew. We've done a lot of research. Drew has spent a lot of time putting together his list. Yep. Uh, so this me, is
2: this is a flat out NBA preview. We're okay. gonna touch on every team in the NBA, all thirty teams.
0: All uh, of them? We're gonna I but, mean, are there some that we really don't need to talk correct.
2: about? Correct. There's there's some that we did we're gonna spend a lot less time on than <laughs> others, certainly. Uh, but we're going to mention every team just for all the fans out there. We okay. don't know. We don't know. We may there might a, be
0: some Orlando Magic fans out there. We may
2: have a, a Memphis Grizzlies fan that listens to us. We don't know. So we're going to touch on all of them. Okay. The way that I have like I, I want to go through this is I have, and I think you have, uh, your top eight ranked teams for, for the playoffs for uh, the Western Eastern Conference. Uh, those are the main teams I want to talk the most about. But to just get this started, there's definitely teams that we can just write off. And can
0: Brooklyn be the first one we write off? See,
2: so my first one was the Hawks.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, Tra- we want to see what Trey Young's going to do. I got, though. I
2: got five teams in the, in the overlook okay. category. Okay. Just do not watch these teams unless you're interested in somebody like Trey Okay. Young, right. So yeah, the Hawks, uh, my reason for them being on this list is because they have no desire to win. No. It's pretty clear that they're going to keep trying to push for the, they want Zion up, next year. Zion or RJ Barrett yeah. or somebody really good. Uh, the only thing that is of interest is Trey Young. And maybe he could win Rookie of the Year. We don't know how good he's going to be. There. He has the the biggest question mark about all the rookies. Yeah, because
0: they gave up a lot. They gave up. They gave up a lot.
2: for him. So
0: and he went viral the other night, hitting a three. You know, game-winning three game winning three from, from thirty f- feet. It which, was deep. It was super deep, and it looked like he's just stroking. He nailed it. He nailed it, and it looked great. But if that's you know, I don't know. Anyways, right. let's get off the Hawks. Exactly. Done so with them.
2: That's literally all we want to say about mm-hmm. them. So they're they're my number one team to not watch okay, this year. Okay. Uh, my second team to not watch this year. Here is the Sacramento Kings. <laughs> Really? Really. You don't want to watch Bagley? I'm interested in Bagley, mm-hmm. but they have a clusterfuck of players. They have like 15 players that are all the same caliber of player. They have no outright leaders. Uh, they have no real direction for their squad. They're not going to win any games. They're just not. I am excited to, to see the development of Harry Giles as well mm-hmm. as Marvin Bagley, but because they're so, they have like six big men, Willie Cauley-Stein, Scala Bissier. Bagley, Giles, and I think there's one other guy that I'm forgetting that's okay. also a big guy. That, that's just it's too many big guys for Marvin Bagley to have that much. Of a I got attack. two
0: words for you though. Yeah, talk De'Aaron me. Fox. Like, yeah, I, I really like him. Sure. Um, I, I compared him to this player last week and it makes total sense. Okay. But Nick Van Exel okay. and De'Aaron Fox. I sure. mean maybe the lefty obviously. I think Nick was a better shooter. I I just think this kid's going to be really good. I, I agree. like watching Dearon. Um so I'm going to Do you I would... think they're
2: going to do anything this No, season? of course not. So they're teams Fuck to no. overlook but they have an interest for you to watch yes. them. Gotcha. Yes. So, number three on this list is your Brooklyn Nets. Oh my God, they are fucking pathetic. The only reason that I have them three is because they're in the Eastern Conference, which literally anything could happen. Right. Right. So, if, if, you know, half of the, the, the teams that we expect to make the playoffs, you know, fire their coach or someone gets injured, who knows? They could go on a run, but they have a team of misfits. I would like,
0: I would like to ask you a question. All right. what's what's your question? Could you name five players on the Nets?
2: Oh my God. Okay. Yes. I think I can do this. I think I can do this. D'Angelo Russell. Right. Uh Karis Levert. Uh, How is that the second dude you pick out? Because he was the one that was brought up in the Jimmy Butler trades and right, okay. didn't want to let him go. Okay. Uh Alan Crabb. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they still got Joe Harris. They God, do. They number do. 5, number 5. Uh Jared Allen. There's Very 5. Good. Look at that. Very good. See, I know. That's fucking good, How about Drew? that? How about that? I mean, let's read that Hollis Jefferson is 6. Uh Dinwiddy though. Spencer D- I was going to keep going. Oh, you were good. <laughs> uh I mean, yeah. there's
0: just they they they're they're a horrible team, dog. Uh They're not good. They're not good and I I honestly <laughs> I'm looking at this dude Theo Pinson. Do you know Theo Pinson? Theo Pinson,
2: North Carolina. Very four good, Four-year starter. Very good. Theo's good, dude. Hey, don't sleep on Theo. He actually, He's actually like a lanky two-guard. I can, He could be the next Tony Allen. Hey, they're in last place, though. I'm putting them in last. Okay. See, what, but again, the reason that I have them third there is because there is a chance that shit just – because the East is so wide open. There's a chance that they do something. <laughs> if you're
0: saying – if the Nets make the fucking
2: playoffs, Drew – There's no chance. Okay. This is why they're number three. Okay. They're, they're number three on teams to just completely okay. overlook. Okay. Uh, moving forward, enough on them. Moving forward, mm-hmm. number four, I have the Chicago Bulls. Uh, okay, they're they are about as exciting a team as I can think of that just has no chance of winning. Zach Levine looks great and ready to go. Like I like seeing Wendell that. Wendell Carter. It looks good, but he doesn't look as dominant. He looks kind of small out there right now. If I'm being honest, when I see him against some of these NBA sized centers, six ten. Which is small for right, the center, you know. Right. We got Thon Makers, seven one, and he's like a small forward out there. Yeah, I do think uh, that they're just a little too young. They have much more of a chance of making the playoffs than the Nets do, but I do think that they're just going to squander. They have no defense, really. Is is my whole thing with them. So Bulls are my number fourteen. Yeah, but you don't
0: you don't want to see. I mean, see what Jabari is going to do. Like Jabari, Zach, you got. Uh, I'm excited
2: uh, for Jabari for them.
0: Who was the other guy? Oh, they, uh, Chris Dunn.
2: Chris like, Dunn. Laurie Markinen right, is a your really – I love That's Laurie And But he's out for eight weeks with an elbow injury. Mm-hmm. So, uh, again, I, I think they're going to be exciting to watch. They're going to have a lot of highlights. But Center is going to cover everything I need to watch totally. for the Chicago Bulls.
0: And Instagram.
2: Right, exactly. Right. And then my number five okay. team to overlook this year that is still a team that is watchable is the Dallas Mavericks.
0: Oh, dude. I do not agree with that at all. Talk to me. Dennis Smith... Yep. Luca really Deandre yep um Dirk obviously farewell tour okay? yeah it's they're fine gonna be, if I
2: do it's been like this fourth farewell tour how time. many years is he he's saying hanging
0: this up he's, he's hanging how it.
2: many years do we need to say goodbye to this I
0: I, I totally disagree with that I okay. mean I think they're gonna be fun to watch I'm excited I told you like yeah with our bet that we're doing like sure. I said the tickets I want to go see I want to see Luca yeah um and, I, and Dennis Smith was killing in the so preseason
2: do you see them making the playoffs I
0: I I think they're gonna have that a shot at that eighth spot. Okay, we really like Luca had one really good game in the preseason where he shot really well. Yeah. He had like fifteen points. And he's shooting the threes really good. Um, no, I don't, I don't see them. Right, I don't see them. So like this is
2: though. why they made my 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 fifth my number five team to overlook. They again. A lot of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I, I am going to look forward to seeing how Luke. – I'm very intrigued on Luca Doncic. Mm-hmm. I think he's probably going to win Rookie of the Year. They're certainly going to give him the minutes to do so. I think he and Dennis Smith can be kind of dynamic together. I think in order for them to make any noise, Harrison Barnes – Or Dennis Smith Jr. will need to be an all-star for them to make any kind of noise. Like, do you think DJ has an all-star in him or no? No. You don't think so? Uh, I, we, what I saw last year from DJ is the decline of the athletic center. He's 30 years old now. Well, we didn't have Chris. He
0: didn't have Chris. He wasn't
2: motivated last year, right? So that, 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 and that was pretty obvious. He came into uh camp and and the season last year with the clippers a little overweight just from my eyes i could see that he was carrying a little extra baggage there well and his best friend left and you know, his you whole know. team it, everything changed for right. him and he wanted out right. right so we could see a rejuvenated deandre back in texas his home state you know
0: dj's from houston he is the family hates dallas Yeah like you they do not like cowboys right. they do not like the fucking Mavericks. correct um, they like that he's home. Right. And, you know, I'm tight with, with some of DJ's camp. Yes, you are. So it's actually going to be really hard for them to go to the games. Like, yeah. They're that die hard. Right. So I'm more, I, I actually like Dallas
2: and I would like to be watching Dallas. So again, I do think that they're going to be fun to watch mm-hmm. and I will watch them because I'm interested in Luca. Mm-hmm. I honestly think that he should have, he probably should have gone number one in this draft. You know, the chips fell where they did, but I, I honestly think that we have a, a, a 10 to 15 year really solid player at the very least a really solid veteran and being mentored you know i mean he's got Dirk. Dirk is the perfect mentor for perfect him. so and, uh but they're just in my opinion i don't see them even coming close to making the playoffs okay this year. uh so that that ends my teams to overlook okay. category teams you don't necessarily need to care about okay. and we're entering into my not quite good enough Ooh, i like this this is my not quite good enough i only have five teams in this category not quite good enough to make the
0: playoffs correct
2: okay uh, so again, the, these may surprise you. I, I know there's going to be at least one in here that I'm excited, that, that I surprised I'm excited. You. but my number one team that is not quite good enough is the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Makes sense. I want to watch this team. The reason that they're not in the teams to, to overlook is because Deandre Aiden and Devin Booker are worth watching. Definitely. Devin Booker scored 70 points in a game. People forget that sometimes he scored 70 points in one game. Now, the reason that they're not quite good enough is because they fired their GM this week. Which is- and scouting staff, yeah,
0: right, three members of their scouting staff, which is nuts because they just landed the number one pick. it's weird. It's, it's weird. They're weird. clean. I, I I'm glad you brought that up. James. yeah, because when i when I heard that, and
2: then I heard uh, uh, James Jones they are looking at. He, he's, he's been named a co interim GM. James Jones and one other guy have been really named co interim GMs. Right. Which how did James Jones end up in Phoenix? Uh, he played there early. Oh, with I know he, Steve Nash he did. And, he played there, but like right. how? Do, like he should be with LeBron. I thought he was LeBron's personal assistant too. for a lot of years. I did. Too. But anyways, uh, I, I currently they also don't have a point guard. Which is the strangest thing I I like the move that they made Bringing uh, Ryan Anderson over But they let go of Brandon Knight They're literally their only point guard on the roster Other than this random guy that they pulled From the draft last year from Europe Who is an unproven young player That you're not going to roll the ball out to So what they are looking at doing Which is what everyone's saying Is they're looking at Devin Booker Playing a James Harden Kind of point guard shooting guard role You let him bring the ball up And you put the ball I'd be fine with that Put the ball in this man's hand As much as you can Right?
0: They got young talent though I mean Josh Jackson um, they just don't have a point guard
2: yeah that's true but and they don't have a GM right and they don't have real much direction right now I do think that they're going to win more games than people think right uh, I do not think they're going to make the playoffs especially if Right now Devin Booker's still coming back from a, a wrist injury. From a fucking unicycle, so, you idiot. And and so, you know, a lot of things can go wrong with a wrist injury. Granted, it's his it's his, not his shooting wrist. Totally. But still, like wrists have a lot of ligaments and bones, small yeah. tiny things in there that can go wrong. So
0: But but before we're done with Phoenix, okay.
2: DeAndre's the real deal. DeAndre Aiden's and, real deal. And he I think he him I'm excited to see that. Yeah, and he's possibly a
0: rookie of the year. He's NBA ready. The dude's gonna put up big numbers. But no
2: playoffs, right? No. no yeah, no, absolutely not. No. Okay. So moving on to my second team. Mm-hmm. I have the New York Knicks. They're going to be fun to watch once Porzingis is back. Mm-hmm. I think they, if Porzingis comes back early or just on time and is ready Which to go. Which they're saying,
0: what, February All-Star?
2: Right around All-Star right. break. They could possibly have something with him and Cantor and Knox and Hardaway. And Alonzo Trier, my boy, Arizona. Boy,
0: I, 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 Arizona,
2: bear down, baby. I'm loving to see him do some stuff. He showed he out, went undrafted. bro. undrafted. He showed he, out. He's a good player. He's a good scorer. What I what I know is I think they're going to struggle on defense. They don't have a lot of talent. Their you know, their they're, they're depth of talent is pretty small. And I think the only way that they make a run for the playoffs is if everyone clicks and, and Kevin Knox has a fantastic season. So, and
0: like you said, though, uh, it's the East, right? And it's wide so open. It's wide open. I think they do have, I like Tim Hardaway Jr., mm-hmm. um, they do have Trey Burke. Uh, they said Nicolina put on 15 pounds, looks bigger.
2: But that guy can't score,
0: bro. Well, okay, he, again, Drew, like sure. we talked about like, on the last podcast, like we got to give these guys some time. I agree. Fucking young. It's his second year. Second so, yeah, year. Yeah. Um. We, let's see how he does. We I can't like write Frank, the, but he's too.
2: he's. Just, I don't think he's an all star or anything like that. No, but he seems like a solid point. And guard.
0: tell the people who are the two highest paid players on that fucking team.
2: Innis Cantor. Uh,
0: And And I told you this yesterday. Oh my
2: god. See, this is right. This is, you told me this yesterday. This is the guy I completely forgot was on their roster. Joachim Noah. Yeah. 18 million fucking dollars, bro. See, and there's another option, right? So like. Are they – is he just not going to play? Is that the whole – I mean, why they wouldn't – want
0: They don't want him there and he doesn't want to be there. Why but wouldn't
2: Fizdale – but if they're going to cut him an $18 million check for this year, why wouldn't they at least give him a run while Porzingis is out? He should. Let him rebound He or should something. get some burn. I uh, feel you. It would you. be interesting for him to get out there. I feel you. Uh, obviously, Cantor fills his shoes pretty well. But having Noah off the bench, like, come on. Why not? So
0: – I definitely don't have the Knicks making the playoffs. Right.
2: Okay. So that's enough about the Knicks. Okay. The number three team that I have that's going to be interesting but not quite good. <laughs> is the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay. They have hopefully, finally, uh, healthy Mike Conley. Right. Which is impossible. When is he healthy, bro? When has he ever been healthy? He was healthy when he signed that contract. Ooh, he was healthy enough to sign it. $30 million a year. He was a healthy man then.
0: At the time, the highest paid player in the NBA. He's still
2: one of the top 10 highest paid players in the NBA. Shout out to his pops, who's his agent. His agent, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Mike Conley should be healthy. Marcus Saul should be healthy. Right. But honestly, based on that, like jaron jackson another very exciting rookie. i want to see him i i like what they're doing in memphis but they have kind of the same basketball culture for several years and it's like a grit and grind and it's a they're it's not house, that's what they call exa- it they're not they're not running gun they're no. they're kind of against the the grain with the nba now as far as shooting threes they also have uh injured hall of famer uh chandler parsons on that roster who is who's like dude if he can ever play 82 games Did you say injured hall of famer he, yeah like I'm um, he's in the injury oh, hall of fame. Definitely. Yeah, Chandler <laughs> Parsons, like, what the fuck? Chandler Parsons in the injury hall of fame. He did a sure.
0: the, he did a really good uh write up on uh undisputed. Chandler? Which, yeah. But it was a really good write up. You guys should look it up. I think you're totally right with Memphis. Yeah. Um there was obviously at the end of the year it was um it was Gasol and Fisdale, right? Yeah. That, that Well, got,
2: no, Fisdale got fired early. Uh, but
0: because of what they were going correct. through
2: though. Gasol and Fisdale were not, were on not vibing. And here's something I wanted to mention is, is if you're looking at a middling of the road season for them, why not try to trade Gasol? and or Conley, and just do a fresh start. Because right now they're in the worst place in the NBA, which is you're not good enough to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You're not good enough to get a super high lottery pick. So it would only make sense for them to either make a push f- to try and get in that eight seed, mm-hmm. and it most likely they're just not going to be good enough to nah. cut this. I mean, Conley's 31. Gasol's like 32, 33 now. Like, Kyle Anderson's in there now. If you're Memphis and Orlando needs a point guard— mm-hmm fucking Mike Conley's on the top but the problem is he's getting paid 30 million dollars a year so nobody wants that and he's that not shit. worth that so he, yeah, maybe it maybe doesn't work out. My number 4 team mm-hmm. that isn't quite good enough is the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I think they fit nicely there.
0: That's a perfect fit.
2: They have a they probably have the best outside shot at making a 7 or 8 seats simply because they've they're used to winning there mm-hmm. believe it or not you know they they've been to the finals they're the eastern several, conference champions several times <laughs> uh they still have kevin love they still have tristan thompson jr smith kyle Corver, george hill they have the a young bucks you young have, bucks they have a nice unit get Colin get sexton. Mm-hmm. sexton has mm-hmm. joined the uh, he's gonna be coming off the bench they announced that sexton isn't going to be starting they're so going to starting uh, george hill george hill george Hill's Hill's starting.
0: starting okay that makes sense um the uh, bet you that changes at some point during the. I year. would hope
2: it does. Right. I mean, if you're drafting this guy first uh, in your as your number one mm-hmm. over pick, uh, you want him to play. The only thing that I think they have an outside shot of uh, is if like Kevin Love returns back to his Minnesota form, right? He's he's, he's aver- not going
0: to ever be Minnesota because form, he's dude. a different Let's, player. Yes,
2: but he he has at this point he still has the opportunity to average above 25 points a game.
0: Oh, he should. He's going to get the look. That's what
2: I'm saying. And so if he can do that and and rebound 10 rebounds a game or something like that. Uh, and the, and the team takes on this like, dude, fuck everybody. We're gonna show everyone how good we are without LeBron attitude. Mm-hmm. That's the only chance I think that they, they play with a chip on their shoulder and they try to make that playoffs and show them how good they are. Without LeBron being in Cleveland, I'm going like
0: to make a call defense. for the for Cleveland though. Okay, I'll I will guarantee you that J.R. Smith gets fined more money than anybody else in the NBA
2: this year because of the tattoo issue.
0: Well, no, not even that. I, I mean, people are going to be gunning for him, dude. Like yeah. they're coming for him. They know he's a little sensitive. I think he's going to be fighting a lot this year. Yeah, I think there's a lot of. Sh- I think they're going to be fun to watch just because of. Well, that. he
2: already got in a fight with Marcus Smart. Yes, and that was awesome. I who would you take in the, that fight, Marcus Smart? You would. Marcus Smart is a, is a very that dude is a scrapping motherfucker. He, but you don't think JR JR can get down. I'm right. not saying he can't throw his hands. JR's bigger. I do think that just based on their engine and 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 age discrepancy. Right. I got Marcus Smart in that oh, I, in I told that this, I
0: told this to our boy, Leon, because Leon, oh, okay. Leon and I talked about okay. it. I'm not going to tell you what he said. So. Okay.
2: Well, thank you for bringing that up. That, I can't tell a you. A what, no, I'm not going to tell you
0: what who he thought would win. Right. Um, but what we both did mention is during that fight, Marcus Smart looked like he wanted he that. Wanted, he wants he that. He was hungry. He has no problems for, with that. Totally. No and problem. JR is like, you're not going to throw on me right now. But he might. He might. <laughs> Let's not forget, Marcus Smart is the guy that, broke his, that shattered his wrist yeah. hitting the fucking mirror in the hotel room. And
2: he's going to be the enforcer for that situation. Celtics. I agree. Now, that's then. his. He's carving out his oh, role. I like that. for the Celtics, right? So this is his role this year. He's going to be that fucking guy. He's the Patrick Beverly for the Boston yeah, Celtics. Yeah, because it's
0: not going to be Hayward and it's not going to be Kyrie and
2: his minutes and it ain't going to be Al Horford. He's seeing his minutes just getting squished down to ten to twelve a game. Now. So in
0: those twelve minutes, I'm going to bring it. Absolutely, I got you.
2: So yeah, I don't think the Cavs are going to make the playoffs unless something crazy happens okay. there. And then this one, I think, is the one that you'll have the biggest issue with.
0: <laughs> I know he, if you fucking say the Clippers, no, right they're now, not there. Okay, this,
2: you're gonna have you're gonna be quite happy where I, where I place the Clippers. Okay, but the the team that isn't quite good enough for me and this is this may this actually may ruffle some feathers the Denver Nuggets hey dude see in my uh, in my mind this western conference is about 10 to 11 teams deep right? i have the nuggets as my 11th team there and and it's only based on this one factor
0: tell me isaiah health okay
2: because paul millsap is starting again he's back he had a crazy injury that happened to him last year and
0: he's on your your fantasy team
2: paul millsap is on my fantasy yes. team hello paul millsap <laughs> uh but My biggest question is I feel like Jokic, uh, Millsap, uh, or Jamal Murray, one of their key players, Mm -hmm. they, they all really need to stay healthy because their, their starting five is nice. They're a little, their depth is not so nice, right? So if you look at, and I, again, a lot of people have them finishing in the playoffs. Really? Eight, seven or eight seed. Really? Because they were nine seed last year and they almost beat Minnesota to finish eight seed. And, you know, now they have another year under their belt. Jamal Murray's girl, good. Jamal Murray's very good. He's very good. He is very good, and so is so is Gary Harris, and, right. and you know the rest of their roster is pretty solid. Right. Uh, I just i I had to pick at least two to three teams that aren't going to make it, and I just right now I feel like the Nuggets just aren't good enough.
0: I, that doesn't ruffle my feathers at all. Okay. Like, I, I kind of I totally agree with you on that. Um, it'd be fun to watch Michael Porter, you know, if he's going to play, he's like not his, playing He the for sure.
2: shirt, pretty much almost guaranteed. He's, he's not, not playing, playing this year, this whole year. Okay. He, he may, he may do a, uh, like he's a, Markel, ben Simmons it. Mar, he might do a Markel Fultz thing where he shows up towards the end of the year and plays like, you know, 10 games, the last 10 games of the season. But I, I would not expect this. I thing.
0: think the Clippers are a better team than Denver.
2: I I clearly do okay. as well. So okay. that, that rounds out. My not quite good enough. I'm
0: stoked that the Clippers weren't mentioned in any of that. For right.
2: You. So, um, what we're gonna take a little break. Okay. I'm uh, down. And then we're gonna come back with uh, our Western and Eastern Conference top ten. Okay. All right. Gotcha.
0: episode 47 the hall pass episode as we're gonna like to call it (laughs) oh that's great AK 47 the aka the aka the hall pass that's fucking awesome um drew has worked really hard on this breakdown we're gonna break down now drew we've gotten through all the bullshit yep the teams that aren't gonna make it the teams on the cusp that still aren't gonna make it Mm -hmm. and now it's time to get to the nitty-gritty yes sir it's time to break out who's gonna be in the playoffs yep and who's not?
2: So I want to start off with the Western Conference okay. here. Uh, and as I mentioned earlier, I, do, I truly believe that there's, there's 11 teams in the Western Conference that are going to be fighting for eight playoff spots okay. because the West is so stacked at this point. So the teams that I have, uh, I'm going to start at number 10 and work my way up to the top. Okay. Uh, the teams that I have that are just missing the cut right now in my number 10, finishing number 10 overall is the Timberwolves. Minnesota Timberwolves. I think with Jimmy Butler or without Jimmy Butler, it's going to be too much for them to handle. If they have him, the uh, the atmosphere, we talked about it. We don't really need to talk about it that much. The atmosphere is going to be toxic. If they don't have him, they don't have enough talent. Right? So that's that's the whole thing. Unless, of course, they can do some kind of three-team blockbuster trade where they end up with some really promising talent, like maybe like the Otto Porter thing that you're saying, and they can come together as a unit.
0: I think you're wrong with that they don't have the talent. I think they have plenty of
2: talent. I'm saying without Jimmy. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. With, with, without Jimmy. Right. If Jimmy's not there and mm-hmm. they don't get immediate talent to replace him, I think they're lacking in talent to compete with the with the top eight teams. I really don't even want
0: to say the word Jimmy anymore I on this either. podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm over it. I'm that's over right. the Timberwolves. Let's get over them. Okay,
2: so that's my number ten.
0: Okay, even though they were in the playoffs last year, they made the playoffs last right. year. Right. Correct. Okay.
2: I just think it's either it's too toxic with them uh-huh. and they don't have enough without. Them. Okay. Uh, number nine, the Clippers. You have them at nine? You don't have them in the playoffs? I don't. What the fuck, But Drew? I have them. Okay. Hold on a second. Whatever, dude. Hold on a second. I have them. It's like 8A and 8B. Oh, stop, bro. Check us out. No, literally. Stop on list, with this shit. On my list, I have the Spurs at eight, and I have the, the Clippers at nine. And, okay. And that's that's really going to break down because we just found out uh, DeJounte Murray, the starting point guard for the Spurs, tore his, Achilles, or tore his ACL. Yeah, he's done. And he's done for the season. And I found out today the guy that they had spotted to replace him, Derek White, also has an injury. So now it's Patty Mills running the point guard there, which is fine. Patty Mills is a killer. Patty Mills is a good player, right? right? But is he a starting point guard in the NBA? No. No, he's not. No. Now, to to focus more on the Clippers, I truly believe, Mm. like I said, we're going to have a bunch of players that are going to be right there. So when I say you guys are going to finish nine, it may be... Uh, like a half game, the one half of the game you don't win. Like I truly believe it's going to be that so close tight that come down to like the last two games mm-hmm. of the season, and whoever can like pull those two games out is going to make the playoff spot. And and just right now, the only the, the concerns that I have about the Clippers are this: obviously Danilo has to stay healthy. Has to Danilo Gallinari has mm-hmm. to stay healthy. So does Patrick Beverly, who's had a little bit of of a problem with injury in the last couple of years. Yeah, he was out all year. (laughs) The, the way for the play, uh, for the Clippers to make the playoffs for me is they are going to be the number one defensive team in the league. I think they will. And if that happens, I have no problem with them finishing seventh or eighth. Without question, it's
0: Clamp City, Drew. It's right. Clamp City,
2: and but that's that's something that most teams don't want to necessarily identify with. It seems like they're embracing that role. I think they are, and if they're going to have the number one defense in the NBA, they will absolutely make the playoffs.
0: I think I think we are going to be right there defensively. Yeah. Um. After watching the preseason, and yes, the Clippers are notorious for playing very well in the preseason. I look at I I don't care about wins and losses in the preseason. Nobody should. It's about how the team chemistry is, mm-hmm. how the players look. Everybody looks like we're on the same page. We're passing the rock really well. Um, defensively, we're killers. Okay. Beverly, Avery Bradley, uh, Tobias, you got, uh, even long Wesley Johnson. We got Gortad and Boban. Boban, who, if you didn't know this, is the most efficient player in the preseason. Right. Per minutes played. And God, he is so fun to watch Tall. because it's it's just so awkward and what he can do with the basketball and the, and the minimal amount of effort he has to put in to get the ba- you know to put the basketball in the hoop is crazy yeah we're young i think we have a good mix of young you and vet yeah you do um i think like we said on the last podcast and we really don't need to get too far into it uh shay is going to be a really good basketball player i'm
2: curious uh, about jerome robinson as yeah, well. me
0: too he didn't get a lot of burn no um i think he i think with the way the clippers are and how injury prone we are if tell, i'll tell you this dude if gallo plays the whole season we're in the fucking playoffs okay I gallo we, we people really don't Know how good Gallo is. The dude can play basketball and he can score. We need more scoring. Yes, you and do. we need—that's what we were lacking last season when he when he was out. Yes, it's I,
2: Tobias Harris and Danilo. That's how you ride or die.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, and a production from Patrick Beverly and the rookies. Correct. And, you know, even Gortat. If Gortat can give me fucking twelve a game, give me 12. 12 and 12, 10. 13, yes, twelve and ten. That's what I want. That's all you need. It's all I need. Yeah. I, I I totally disagree with you though. I say the Clippers are going to pull up that seven, and we're if it's, it's if it's not seven, we're going to get that eight. But fuck, I don't want that. Eight because then we're seeing golden state and then it's just a fucking wrap
2: seven or eight it's Houston or golden state either way it's a tough seven series. or
0: eight it's golden state yeah, that's right, so, so fuck but on the other hand drew i also want zion so i i think we're a playoff team but we need we need a good draft pick this it year. it would be too. nice to get another good draft all right pick go
2: there. so uh like i said my eight seed is the spurs mm-hmm. DeRozan is is gonna try and wait this hold on out. hold
0: on i need to back up a minute sure just the simple fact that you have san why is san antonio in your eight
2: be- because of the system
0: but the system's different. Oh, we got them. De- they got DeMar. That's what I'm five, saying. Yeah. They, they have
2: the system, right. and they didn't have Kawhi Leonard at all last year. They had him for what, seven games? You're right. you So right. I think introducing DeMar as that Kawhi Leonard role, yes, he's not the same defensive player. Right. But he is quite a good offensive player. Right. And Popovich, as we know, I mean, people like to talk a lot about Brad Stevens, but God damn it, Popovich is the best coach on the planet. And, and he is currently undertaking. Uh, the United States role. So I, it, I think it's funny to hear a lot of people say, well, Pop might be winding down. Yes, he's getting old. Yes, last year his wife passed away mm-hmm. and he had a fucking tragic year and, Gnarly year. and he couldn't reach out to his number one overall player, right. Kawhi Leonard. He couldn't get him to stay. Right. But guess what? They were still pretty competitive. They were. They have LaMarcus Aldridge. They have Rudy Gay. Uh, they have Demar Derozan, they, Pau they, Gasol, exactly. Right, and, you're and, right, you're right. And okay, they got Marco I got you. Bellinelli, so yeah. I, I, I truly believe that they're going to be competing this year at full throttle. But I, I honestly don't think they're that good. They're okay. just not that good. So I'm I do with have you. I haven't finishing the eighth seed, Uh especially now that they don't have a point guard. Right. Essentially, other that than, was huge. Other than Murray, uh, or no, sorry, other than um, Patty, Patty Mills, mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, so moving up to seven, mm-hmm. I have uh the Portland Trailblazers at seven. Now. Okay. They have continually done a really good job of, of making the playoffs year in and year out. And then
0: fucking blowing it. And
2: then not being good. Right. So this is going to be a really tough year. So I could I could absolutely see them falling out. But Dame Lillard and CJ McCollum are just too fucking good. They're so good there. And they have pretty decent role players. They really do.
0: I watched one of the guys the other night, the Jake Lehman. Did you see this guy? Jay
2: Lehman, yeah, Maryland he, product.
0: He looked fu- – he put in work, dog.
2: J- dude, Jake Lehman is, is a good player. <laughs> right. I'm telling you, man. He he did. I think he might he
0: was, be that guy, though. He might be that stretch. Six nine, two fifteen. You know what I mean? Like he might be that. stretch. He's been in the league like, for three years. Right.
2: He's been sitting there chilling out. You know they they've continually been missing the third guy right they, they cj and dame are obviously one and two however you want to order them but they don't have a standout number three which that's is, another
0: dude like jimmy would be great correct there. did that's, you say that I did. you yeah. did
2: so yeah obviously they if someone like jimmy butler or Melo, who they went after mm-hmm. for a brief period last last off season, they just can't seem to attract anyone to go there now yusuf nurkic is their center and that's a guy that has a lot of potential Denver essentially had to choose between him and Jokic, and they got rid of Yusuf Nurkic because Jokic is clearly the superior player. Right, but Nurkic is solid, bro. He can score, he can rebound, he's a good free throw shooter, he's a decent shooter. I, I, I don't think they have enough to really make a run. And I they're think they're fucking
0: boring. Bro. I think they're
2: one and done. Uh, well, no, Dame and CJ are yeah, not boring. It's, it's boring. But I, I do think they'll finish in the seventh and uh, lose in the first round. At six, I, this is where I have the Pelicans. Six, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. It makes sense. They are essentially trading out Rondo and Demarcus Cousins uh, for Julius Randle and Alfred Payton, mm-hmm. which are it's kind not, of like not bad, mini versions yeah. of those guys, it's right? Alfred, Alfred Payton mm-hmm. is essentially Rondo ten years ago. Payton is is a rebounder, a rebounder and a sister. If if you are looking for Rondo and you can't find him, and you found Alfred Payton, that's a pretty good.
0: And Julius is good, dude. Julius, Julius Randle, I think he's going to get a lot of time down there. And like Jaleel Okafor too is there. And Jaleel you injured have... himself. He, yeah. he's
2: on a non guaranteed contract and he injured himself the first game of the, of the preseason. I really hope he sticks out there and that they give him a contract. How uh, hurt? How bad is he hurt? It was an ankle issue. All right, so maybe so maybe not. he just rolled it. But
0: but you still got Drew Holiday. Yes, you, you got possibly the, maybe the MVP this season, Anthony, Anthony Davis. Davis. And again, health is another. This goes right. for all M- M- NBA teams. Right. You know. Uh, Drew and I were talking on the break. It's just like, yo, if, if Giannis goes down, you know, they're She's out of the open. playoffs. Yeah. If Anthony, da- if Anthony Davis goes down for uh, for an extended period of time, it's a wrap. Yeah. So it's all about staying healthy yeah. too.
2: And I think, uh, you know, we saw probably the best trade of the year last year was when they traded for uh, Nikola Mirotic, and and they ter- he turned that he turned that team around immediately yep. with his presence. Now, uh, this is something that I've been hearing is well. Anthony Davis, Julius Randle, Nikola Mirotic. How can you get those three on the court at the same time?
0: They're they're all big men.
2: If you're looking at that in the fourth quarter, that means Davis is at the center, Julius is at the power forward, Mirotic at the three. Miritich can't guard. I'd rather
0: have Julius at the three.
2: Mirotic is, right. but but. I don't want all three of them on the court no, together okay, that I makes don't sense. I just don't want it so you know who's going to take that hit hmm. is Julius Randle right because he can't shoot the three right so I do think that they have something going there they have a really good they had a great season last year Anthony Davis is going to push for MVP as he's already come out and said
0: but playoff Rondo was the was the guy
2: he was huge for yeah. them. and so was playoff Drew yeah Drew Holiday kicked some ass last year Yeah, and I love that guy UCLA product yep. bro like I'm I, with you he on was, that. he's an LA cat and I respect him and his brother I used to play with them at Campbell Hall back in the day man. nice. Uh, so yeah respect to Drew I I, I think they're going to have a good year mm-hmm. if everyone can stay healthy I, I feel them in the sixth seed and then this brings me to the number five seed baby
0: Oh, which is probably your Lakers this is
2: my Los Angeles Lakers right, that and, makes I, sense. and I love us as a number five seed I really do I don't think we have enough to, uh, break certainly into the, the one or two seed, but I do, I truly do believe that there's, there is a world where we finish third, fourth, or fifth.
0: I, I, that's what I've been saying. I,
2: there, there is that possibility. Right. Now, the way that this happens is Ingram averages 25 points a game. That won't happen. I don't see that happening. Who's going to be the number two score on the Lakers? Well, Ingram's going to be the number two. My but- point is, is if his success at the number two is to a 25 point per game level, that's how we get to the the three or four seed. I
0: I don't think you need Ingram at twenty five points. We don't I think, need him. No, there. but I, I would love to see him. There. I think it'll be spread out between a lot of other people. That's okay. what I'm saying. Okay. Um, and it's obvious in the preseason we saw that that, that Ingram and and Braun have a good connection. They clearly do. Yeah, uh, he likes Ingram a lot. Yeah. Um, everyone should like Ingram.
2: They they should. Yeah. Uh, he's
0: all legs too, dude. Yeah, love, I love
2: legs that. and arms, dude. I love Ingram. I I really do. I'm very excited about this Lakers team. Uh, I am. I guess part of why I have him at, at the fifth seed uh, has to be uh because I I am a huge Laker fan, and, and the way that I look at a season is I'd like to underestimate how they're gonna I do get rather it. than overestimate. Five is really safe, Drew. That's I, a safe. Call. I truly believe that's where we're probably gonna end up. Uh, hopefully because we rest LeBron every eighth game, right. hopefully because we all stay healthy and, yeah. and, and Lonzo can come back and contribute and compete with Rondo, all that good stuff that we've talked about mm-hmm. over the last couple of podcasts. Uh, I think a fifth seed is great for us, and whoever finishes in that four seed's going to be fucking in terrified. Trouble. They're going to be trouble. very terrified. Well, who and do you got in the four? You got OKC? Okay no, I do not. I, I have the Utah Jazz. At the oh, I seat.
0: like them, though. I really like them I think this Grayson a, Allen yep. and 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 Donovan Mitchell yes. are going to be a fucking problem. Dog. I agree.
2: I agree. I think they could not have drafted better. They, With great Grayson, pick. They they stole Donovan Mitchell last year. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, Grayson Allen was uh, at a good value for where he was drafted, but he's making a lot of these guys that are coming in before him look like, know hold on a second. This guy's kind of the real deal. He
0: is. It's He's, a perfect system.
2: Yeah, their system is exactly why I have them finishing fourth. Right. They have a way to get open shots for players that can knock them down. Joe Ingles is has he shot over forty four percent from three last year,
0: and he could play defense.
2: All of them can play. And defense. he was talking shit to Paul George. He in the locked but Locked him down and it got into his head. So I I really I th- I like this Jazz team. Ricky Rubio has found himself a really nice spot. Hey,
0: they got the squad. Right. that's high that's so high
2: I and but again if Rudy Gobert goes down obviously if Donovan or or uh, Ricky go down with a significant injury that's it's, starting it's five a, is good. it's a bigger problem right and they don't finish there right but if everyone's healthy on this roster I don't see them losing games the way that I can see you know the Pelic- the Pelicans Blazers and Spurs losing close games Utah just they their coach knows how to draw up plays right. to get their playmakers in positions to knock down shots. Right. And and like you said earlier, I think Donovan's going to make an outside run at MVP this year. I li-
0: he's my pick he's this year. He's
2: going to score 25 to 27 points a game.
0: And if you get – no, I agree. Yeah. And, and he's, he's in his bag for sure. Yeah. Um, I'd really like to see Dante Exum finally, like, come into his own. Yeah. He, he was he, starting to
2: get there a little was, bit last year.
0: He was. And Derek Favors is there too. Uh-huh. Like they got a good uh, hey from top to bottom, bro. They look really fun. And the way weird.
2: that they dusted off uh, OKC last oh year was boy. very impressive. That was the best. Uh, and this is this leads me to my number three pick.
0: That has to be OKC. Correct. Okay. I have
2: the Oklahoma City Thunder mm-hmm. finishing third. Now this is where I I'm not super confident that they can do this. Uh, obviously because Russell Westbrook still isn't out there. He mm-hmm. hasn't played a, a minute of preseason. He's still recovering from his knee scope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Westbrook back. I would I can't imagine him not trying for another triple-double season yet again. Right. Uh I can't imagine uh Paul George being any worse than he was last year. He was very good last year, but and I don't think he's taken a step back last year. No. I think he's going to take a, a step forward uh because of all the shots that went to Melo. should majority of those should come to him this mm-hmm. season. I would expect him to average quite a few points a game. Mm-hmm. Uh and and I think maybe you know the best route for them to to succeed is if he goes for defensive player of the year this year. Who? Paul George. Oh no! If Paul George goes for defense, no. But because he, he was in the conversation last year because he led right. the league in steals, right? So if he can get into the conversation for defensive player of the year, Russell's a triple double. You know, Stephen Adams is doing is going to. He's going to do what thing. he does, uh, and they have a nice little system there with with Billy Donovan. I can see them finishing in the three seed and uh i do think that they can spread the floor a little bit no, i'm, no,
0: I'm no, more don't. curious about and we've said it on a few of our, our podcasts uh schroeder being there who is yeah who's a who's a really good point guard yes um i don't see i mean russ is so used to bringing the fucking ball up Correct. Like with schroeder there are you gonna try to run a system or are you gonna try to do this run and gun yeah you know like what it, what's gonna what's gonna happen it didn't work for oladipo You know what I mean? Right.
2: Oladipo is more of a shooting guard too, which is the, which is like why people thought that it might work out because Russ is clearly the point guard Mm -hmm. and Victor Oladipo was the shooting guard. What they're going to try to do with Schroeder is they're going to try and move Russell to the two-guard.
0: Which he should. I think Which I is like great,
2: that. but he has no idea how to play a position.
0: And he can't shoot a three-ball.
2: He has no <laughs> idea how to play that position. He he has never once in his career not brought the ball up. Right. I mean, a couple times, yes, he would give it to Kevin Durant and Durant would bring the ball up. But right. Russell doesn't know about ball movement off the ball.
0: No, Schroeder does, though.
2: Schroeder does, but he's not a knockdown three-point shooter. No. He's not a scorer. He's a slasher. He's a mini He's a mini version of Russell who's a little less athletic. Right. Uh, and honestly, he may have worse shooting range than Russell does. So I I like Schroeder. I think he's going to be the best backup point guard in the NBA. Uh, and I think if, if Russell can learn to play off the ball, they may have a really cool small ball lineup out mm-hmm. there. Um, and then, of course, we have the number one and two. We don't need to spend that much time on them. Warriors, Rockets. I have Warriors Easy. finishing first, Easy. Rockets finishing second. I, as for as, as much as I love breaking down this shit, it seems a little useless because... We don't it, need to. It's Rockets-Warriors, yeah. and that's pretty much, honestly, it's just Warriors. Right. It's Because, <laughs> you know, the Rockets are good. Yes, they added Carmelo Anthony, uh, and they added Marquise Chris and Brandon Knight, and they, they're trying to get some defense back because of all the defense they lost in Trevor Reese and, and Mbamute. I, I think they're going to have a very successful year. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they get to 60 wins, maybe even more. And, Both of them. And and well, obviously the Warriors. Right. Obviously. But and I wouldn't again I wouldn't be surprised that the Rockets end up in the number one seed right. like they that did last year. Too. That, that happened happen last too. year. Right. I do think that uh Warriors got a little bit tight buttholes. Uh, about being the number two seed, playing Game Seven in they Houston, God, that, they, they, and that was they were they were four three pointers away from being in the finals.
0: God, Chris Paul doesn't go down, so everything
2: changes. Here's what here's what I really think is going to happen because the Warriors got a little taste of like holy shit, we almost lost that series. They're going to take this season very serious. I hope so, and they're going to win. It, we're going to see another seventy wins. Steve Nash said another on on
0: on the Bill Simmons podcast, he said these guys. Didn't really start playing until like mid-season. Yeah. And then the Houston was a big wake-up call for it them. It was and they were, they they realized that they were really close to They not-
2: coasted all year. La- yeah. They played mediocre basketball all year last year and still fucking destroyed and, and everybody. And
0: it's easy when you have five all-star. It is. It is. I'm, I'm done with them. The, I'm the, over.
2: the one question I have about okay. them, which isn't necessarily even a question, mm-hmm. who's going to play center until DeMarcus gets out? Is it going to be Kevin Looney? It, well, no. So, but to start center, they never start mm-hmm. Draymond at center. Yes, we know the crunch time. Draymond mm-hmm. the center. Uh Kevon Looney should start. Maybe Damian Jones. Uh They got a couple other young they guys like out Looney. there. Like
0: Looney, Looney should probably be there.
2: But yeah, and and like I said, that's who who it doesn't who matter. Honestly, cares about <laughs> that because doesn't it doesn't matter. matter. But. Uh, that's, that's the breakdown for the West. Do you have any gripes with that? No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I got the clipper gripe, bro. Obviously, obviously,
0: you know, I'm, I'm with that. I mean, I'm with that. I'm with that, Drew.
2: So let's move over to the East. I'm down. Uh, as I've said multiple times, the East is wide fucking open. It is. We have, we have, you know, about five teams that we know are going to be pretty good that we expect to finish, you know, one through five, but there's not a team other than the ones that we mentioned early, like the bulls and and the nets that would make the playoffs that I would be shocked about.
0: Yeah, like after four, we don't know. We dude. don't know. Like it can be anybody's game. So And maybe one of those teams that you mentioned that, that were on the cusp. They was, could. I mean, Chicago could be there. Not, could. Maybe not Chicago.
2: Probably not. <laughs> That's why I left them out. Right. So, All right, so give them again, to Again, starting at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Starting at the bottom. I have number 10, the Orlando Magic. Okay. I love Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. I, I like uh, Isaac. They got that, that long dude Isaac over there. Fournier's been pretty decent. They don't necessarily have a point guard that of, of, of much uh, praise or accolade, uh, which is what we all thought they were going to go for, which right. is why I thought Trey Young was going to go to them or Dennis Schroeder was going to go to them. Right. Uh, that didn't happen. I, I, they're just not quite there yet, you know. Oh, they're they're,
0: they're a long way away. Vucevic
2: dude. is solid. They right. have solid players, but like I don't know what their best lineup is, and it's almost like the lineup that doesn't have Vucevic in it, their big center. Yeah, that that may be their most potent lineup. But then you're you have this guy who's probably one of the top ten big men in the game. That doesn't need a role on the team, <laughs> which so I I do see a possibility of him being <laughs> traded. I could see him getting traded. Mm. Vucevic going somewhere for for a point guard mm. during the season, uh, but I just don't think they have enough. They also got
0: my, to... my, my my rookie of the year, Mobamba.
2: Mobamba, that's I, my guy. I love Mobamba. Mo is great. This is my point. Right? If they got they drafted Mobamba, what is Vucevic even doing on? Hey, uh, yeah,
0: they're gonna. Yeah, so, I'm with you on that.
2: Uh, I really like him though. So I like you too. know, I wouldn't be. I would be. You know, a, a team would be lucky to have him. Right. And so uh, moving up, I have uh, the Charlotte Hornets at number nine. Okay, They are hosting the All-Star game this year, Charlotte.
0: That's going to be a good spot. So
2: I think that there's a chance that they ramp up to that, get a little bit excited about the fact that all of the NBA and the world is going to be on the eyes of Charlotte this offseason. I think Kemba's going to want to be there as a player, and he's going to be motivated so to trying to try so be underrated. an All-Star. They have a new coach there. Uh, I think there is a real shot at them making the playoffs. Like I'm saying, like the four through eleven, really, it's wide open. I think they have a shot at making the playoffs if one of their young players steps up. They got Miles Bridges. There's their rookie. He's a really solid, like Jeremy Lamb. ready to go. Ready, to, Miles Bridges, is ready right. to go, rookie. Right. Uh, Malik Monk really mm-hmm. didn't get, hasn't gotten much love, you know, coming into this season. I think he's ready for a breakout season a little bit. Yeah, they have their staples. You know, uh, Marvin Williams has been there for uh, 27 years. How long? How long Marvin, has this man been in the NBA? Marvin
0: Williams? And what was he? The second pick in the draft?
2: Uh, Do something like that? He's been in the league a he minute. He was a Tar. He was a Tar Heel for one year. He wins the title, uh, North Carolina. And he's only 24. And he stayed in North Carolina <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. He's been there for for right. how long? However long he's been there. Uh, if one of those young players can step up and and really help Kemba scoring, I, they can definitely make. They got playoff. Bismack too. Bismack Biyombo. Don't, don't don't sleep on Bismack. Nah. But I, I do think they're going to just fall a little bit short. Mm-hmm. My eight seed is Detroit.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I I I've, I I don't see anything happening with them.
2: So the uh, on, the only way that they can do anything other than that, or even make the eight seed, in my opinion, is if Blake and uh, Blake Griffin and, and Andre Drummond like they should lead the league in rebounds. Then Detroit Pistons should lead the league in rebounds. Yeah, that's the only way that they can succeed. And then they need Reggie Jackson to actually step up. They need him to be healthy for a year. And if all that clicks, I think the best they can do is the eight seed.
0: <laughs> that, would be, that, no, that would be the best. That's that the best. Be, they that can would do. be the best. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Johnson needs something from him. Yep. They got Glenn Robinson, the third. He's an I athlete. like him. He's, he's, an athlete. he's nice. Yep. Ish Smith is running there. Is, there. is that their start? Or no, it's Reggie. Reggie. And then Ish backs him up, right? Probably.
2: Yeah, they got Reggie Bullock, former Clipper. He he, he can was shoot actually the rock. Yeah, he was one of the top three three point shooters last year. Very quietly, nobody nobody mentioned him. Didn't know that. Yeah, one of the top percentage wise three point shooters of the season last year. But yeah, again, all of that has to come together for them just to finish the eight seed, in my opinion. Right. Uh, seven. Here's why I got the Miami Heat. Okay. The seven seed. Uh, they need uh, Goran Dragic to continue to play at an all star level. He was all star level mm-hmm. last year. Uh, it would be great to see Dion Waiters go through a whole year without love.
0: Being, Waiters without being injured. Yeah, right? one of my favorites.
2: He's coming off an Achilles, right? I think it was. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how Fuck, he does. He's so
0: good, bro. Exactly.
2: I do think there's still, a, you know, an outside chance that Jimmy Butler comes to this franchise, and if that happens, then I move them up substantially. Right. Um, but currently, you know, they still have Hassan Whiteside. Say what you want about him, but he's still a pretty dominant defensive center. Uh, he's, you know, he's not going to necessarily win you many games on the offensive end, but he's certainly a a presence down there.
0: Justice Winslow.
2: I do think that if Jimmy Butler doesn't come, I think maybe some egos might be hurt, like kind of like the way that, uh, when Lamar Odom and Pau Gasol were talked about being traded, they got a little butt hurt about that. I could see that happening. Josh Richardson's been a guy that whose name has been thrown out there a lot, and he was very productive for Miami last year. Right. I, if if he is a little hurt about the idea of being shipped out of here, uh, he and other players that m- have been mentioned that could take a little backwards spin. But I do see them finishing in the playoffs at the seventh seed.
0: And our boy James Johnson,
2: James Johnson again, love him. the number one do not fuck with yeah, player don't in the fuck NBA, with me. James Johnson, right? At the sixth seed, this is where I have the Washington Wizards.
0: They're going to be interesting. They're my most interesting team to watch this year. You think so? Yeah, because Wall's gonna Wall is going to the ball dynamic. out. The dynamic. Yeah, man. I think he's going to ball out. I'm interested in seeing right. how Dwight Dwight works there.
2: The new addition, Dwight I, Howard.
0: I'm interested to see how Austin Rivers does, and we talked about yep. it on the last show, but yep. I really like Austin. But John Wall is on a mission this year.
2: They have a very solid starting lineup. They do. You got John Wall, Bradley Beal, Otto Porter, uh Markeith Morris, I think it's Markeith that's there. Not we, we
0: always get them wrong.
2: And then you got Dwight Howard. That's a s- very, very solid starting five. Right. Obviously, you want Otto Porter to start producing at the hundred million dollars that he got. You want him to start producing at that level. Uh, I think he was making his way there, but it's the progress has been slow with him. Got
0: a hundred million.
2: John Wall was injured for a lot of last right. year. Obviously, we mentioned health with all these teams, so I don't need to go into it again. No. Dwight Howard is actually already injured, uh, by course. the way. Of course. So there's an aspect of this where Dwight Howard hurts them more than he helps them, which has been the case with the Lakers.
0: Every team he's been the on, Rockets. Dude. Yeah.
2: It seems like Charlotte didn't like him. Yeah. Uh, so all all that uh, being said, I don't see I don't see them finishing higher than six.
0: They'll on, be in the fucking playoffs. So they're, totally, they're in the playoffs. I
2: totally agree. Yes. Um, moving up, I have at my five spot. I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Now they could very easily finish, you know, second or third. Without without much. That's low, Drew. Without much. I have the Bucks at five yeah. because it is a new coach and a new system for them. Mike Budenholzer is the head coach there with a new system. We're going to see Giannis shooting more threes. And, and, and the they're saying that they're going to run a much faster-paced offense, which is great. I like that. They lost a little bit of depth uh, when they lost Jabari. Uh, but I still don't like Eric Bledsoe that much as a point guard. Uh, they added Brooke Lopez, who is good for, you know, 10 threes a game and making two of them. <laughs> 10 threes. <laughs> uh, and so, I, you know, some of their stuff, I'm, I'm intrigued. Uh, Chris Middleton's a very, very good player.
0: Like him. I like Thawnmaker. Maker.
2: is Maker's a promising young player. So, yeah, obviously, the way, you- the way that I have them finishing higher is if Giannis goes MVP status.
0: I, I think he's he's going to be in the talks, definitely. Right. Um, so you're it- also you also like
2: Malcolm. Malcolm Brogdon. Yeah, you like him. Malcolm Brogdon's great, really solid two way player. Like I'm saying, if if Giannis is going up and putting in thirty and twelve and six a game, okay, yeah. Maybe they finish that could happen. Maybe they finish in the three spot.
0: And your boys on the team. Vincenzo.
2: Dante Vincenzo. <clears throat> yep. Dante, don't sleep on Vincenzo. Don't, sl- don't sleep. But yeah, dude, I really like this Bucks team. I just think it's going to take them a little while to get set.
0: I think you have them low. I would How have you- them at the four or the three. But anyways, go. Who's your four?
2: Four is my Indiana Pacers. Right? I love
0: them. Indiana love Pacers them.
2: is, they're, they're a good team. They yeah. got a lot of returning talent. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Victor Oladipo had an unbelievable year last year. Uh, I really do believe that Oladipo is going to continue to do his thing. Uh, I think this season is going to come down to Miles Turner, Damanis Sabonis, and Tyreek Evans. Those three players are going to be the difference makers for Indiana. Uh, If those three players succeed, which I think all signs are showing that those three guys are ready to go and ready to play and ready to contribute, uh, I think they can finish at this fourth spot for sure.
0: I like that call. I'm with that 100%. Okay. Because we talked, we already talked about this, but Miles Turner worked out all summer. He yes. looks great. Oladipo looks great. We're still on the fence about Tariq Evans. I think he can either be a huge addition, yeah.
2: which he's he still got game left in him, dude. Sneaky addition. Right. And then they also added uh, another sneaky one, Doug McDermott. Oh, yeah, your they boy. They needed some threes. Right. They, they needed a little bit of shooting. They had Bogdanovich, I think. It, yeah. Bogdanovich is out there still. Yeah. But they needed a little bit more stretch, so Doug McDermott, the traveling sniper, it's just rolling around from team to team, lighting them up, and then leaving. Uh, but he is, I think he went to Creighton, so he's a Midwest guy. I think he'll find a lot of. He, he, Jimmy Chitwood's back. Jimmy in, in, Chitwood. He's back in Indiana, and his name's Doug McDermott now. Do you have anything else to add? No, I like
0: Sabonis. I really like Sabonis. Sabonis is going to have a really good year this year. He, you know, he looked really good in the playoffs. I'm, and they got Thaddeus Young, CJ Wilcox. You know, they yeah. got they got they got, a, they got a solid squad. Yeah. And again, it's the East, bro. And if Oladipo plays half as good as he played last year, Darren Collison, they're going to be just fine.
2: Yeah. Uh, so this brings me to my number three spot.
0: Let me, that's got to be... Do you have Philly at the
2: three? I got Toronto at the okay, three. Okay, okay. I got Toronto Raptors at the three, simply just because everything's new there. Right. Everything's new. New coach. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard is new. Mm-hmm. And I I just don't see... I don't, I, I don't see them putting it together immediately. I think Kawhi is going to be rusty for the first 20 games of the season. He's going to have some. He looked
0: good in preseason, Drew.
2: Right. But I just, I, did he sweat during preseason? Nah. I, don't, I don't even think I saw a drop of sweat hit nah. his brow. So I just, you know, and, and he didn't play at all last year. And he's been injured for quite some time. So, you know, it, he's really been off the floor since the, the his appearance against the Warriors right. uh, in the playoffs two years ago. Uh, so I do think it's going to take him a second and, and if he's not at the same level that he was, and then we all expect him to be at, they're not going to be very good. They're right. going to live and die with his performance this year. I think it's going to be a good performance. which is why I haven't met the three spot.
0: And there was, I, I watched one of their games and, and Kyle Lowry was super frustrated. Like he yeah. threw major tantrum on the court. Like, yeah. yo, it's preseason
2: dog. Exactly. His How is he going to be able to do without his best friend? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's a whole question there that I have. And, um, and I do think that, I think Kyle Lowry really liked Dwayne Casey also. Mm-hmm. And they let, so he, Kyle he, Lowry is an orphaned child he's in, frustrated in, in, in up Toronto there. up there. So, you know, do maybe, maybe they do a Vucevic, Kyle Lowry trade. You get Lowry back down in Orlando. Oh, now we're talking. That's a trade for yep. a point guard right Now there. we're talking. And then that brings me to number two. Easy. Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. Health. More than anything for this team. More than for for any other team is can Embiid stay healthy, make sure Simmons stays healthy, make sure Fultz stays healthy. If their roster stays healthy, they are going to be a very scary team. Joel Embiid uh, is is very possibly going to be an MVP candidate this year if he's playing so
0: could Ben Simmons thirty five minutes
2: a game exactly. Same thing with Ben Simmons. If Ben Simmons has if he can finally take a floater or or a shot, he worked on it all feet, summer. Yeah, if he but if he has the confidence to pull it out in a game, it's going to be great. I think Um, we're
0: going to see things from Ben Simmons this year that are going to really like. People are going to be like, "Wow, this kid is the real fucking." I'm excited
2: to watch them. This is a team that I love watching. I can't stop watching this team. Me too. It doesn't matter who they play.
0: And why is Jamal Crawford not on the Philadelphia seventy six? Why is he not there? You're funny. I'm serious. Why wouldn't they pick him up? They need a little more scoring on the bench. They don't really. Yeah, on the off the bench. Scoring? They, they, every first of all, every team. They got team JJ get-
2: coming off the bench now. They yeah. do. Uh-huh. JJ's not starting anymore. So Who like- took his spot. Markel Fultz. Oh, that's right. Fultz is back in the lineup. That's so, right. So, I, I agree. I agree that Jamal Crawford needs to be on a roster. I don't think Philadelphia is the only one. I think that would fit. be a great team for him I to be I think he on. should go to M- Minnesota. I'm on He was on Minnesota. I think he should go back. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Obviously,
0: he, you want to go back to that fucked up team? I, I don't want to talk about Minnesota anymore. We're I, done with Minnesota. I wouldn't want to go back, no. but
2: I think Tibbs would take him is what I'm saying. Fuck yeah, you take Jamal Crawford. Uh, obviously, the number one seed in the East is the, uh, Boston, Celtics. Oh. <laughs> no, the Boston Celtics. Oh. Yeah. No.
0: Top to bottom, they're the best team in the NBA. Top to bottom, roster on paper, yes, the Warriors are great.
2: The Warriors have the best roster in the NBA.
0: Top to bottom, they have the start. They have the best starting five. The
2: Warriors have the best roster in the NBA, uh, and then the Celtics have the second best roster. Uh, because, dude, just, you know, Aaron Baines and Semi Olajuwon are still on the Boston Celtics. That is very it's true. It's not like they have ten Jason Tatum's, but yes, without a doubt, it is the Celtics' year. To lose. They're going to be the best team in the East by a, a substantial margin. I wouldn't be surprised if they pull away by more than five to seven games when it's all said and done. They're now. winning
0: 60, yes. They're going, yes. Yes, I
2: believe. They're, and, the, and their over-under is only 58.5, which mm-hmm. is gnarly. That's... I what Crazy. I I think the reason they're accounting that is because some of these teams are going to run up against in the West like a Denver Nuggets is going to beat them right a, cl- a Clippers team is going to beat them because right. they're going to get in their ass and d them up right. and, it's, and they're going to be three thousand miles away from home so you're going to have the random loss to a middle of the pack Western Conference team but they're going to smoke all everybody in the East except for Toronto and Philly so yeah man I'm looking forward to a Boston Celtics Golden State Warriors finals. Warriors are taking it in four. <laughs> You're already calling this. We haven't even had one game done. Not even one game. Done deal. Boston Celtics. Warriors in the finals. Warriors sweep them. I, sweep, bro. Just sweep. Get the, Get, here, the Get the fuck out of here, Drew. Get the fuck out of here. This ain't s- Cleveland. I heard you say that about Cleveland, but what happened? What? sweep
0: they did get swept fucking jr (laughs) god damn it he ruined he ruined all of that
2: yeah man nba
0: tip off is in four days four days people we are having the clips and drew tip off party if you are anywhere near san clemente california we're doing a little shindig at the local it's a cool little spot up the street from where we live yep uh, we're going to have beers, basketball. We're going to talk shit and swallow spit. That's what the fuck we do. We got some really good brands coming out. I know B-Ball Junkies will be there. Yep. Gold Net Basketball will be there. Heard Shea Cotton's coming through. Jelani McCoy's coming through. Cool. Um, we're going to have some girls, <laughs> hopefully. That,
2: that should have been number one. On no, I, I've, I've
0: been working on this. I've been working on this. Um, we're also going to do another giveaway, the, For- uh, the Forest Lab giveaway. Um, it went really well last week. So we're gonna do it again. We're gonna give away a t shirt every single episode. But this is what I want for you guys to do. This is how it's gonna fucking work, Drew.
2: New rules. Listen New, up. This
0: is the rule. I want you need to be following the Forest Lab. Yep. And Clips and Drew. Of course. But how we're gonna pick the person is gonna be whoever leaves us the best review on our iTunes. Oh Me, good. Go to our iTunes page Leave us a review We we're haven't been be- saying that to people Please no, people, yeah, Review if,
2: if you listen to us Please just Even if you just do a, a five star It goes a long it way go- I'd
0: us. like them to write something yeah. Oh no though, I too. know
2: I, uh, Please write something If you have We have time. a lot of reviews But bro. a five star takes literally five seconds It does You're just already on it Click Five stars uh, Just give us a little just boost Just fucking click that it That would be really helpful
0: um, We're going to give away a t-shirt Best review that that, that you could put up We're going to choose somebody I've got a bunch of double XLs right now For all my big boys If you want a forest lab t-shirt tall tees baby holler at us dude come to the party tuesday 5 p.m we're in the building i'm gonna take them out with with the greatest rap group of all time what is that got? who's the greatest rap group of all time drew the
2: greatest rap group uh, bone thugs and harmony no but good guess nwa no
0: outcast bro oh my god we're gonna take favorite. them out with outcast the artist storytelling bro drop the burst it's the follow through with clips and drew drew i'm ghost
1: wait a minute cannon when so I'm watching her fine ass walk to my bedroom And thought to myself, that's the shape of things to come She said, why in the club you don't make it precipitate You know, make it rain when you can make it thunderstorm I'm like, why? The world needs sun, the hood needs funds There's a war going on and half the battle is guns How dare I throw it on the floor when people are poor So I write like Edgar Allen to restore Got a cord, umbilical, attached to a place that can't afford No landscaping or window draping This old lady told me if I ain't got nothing good, say Nathan, that's why I don't talk much I swear it don't cost much to pay attention to me I tell it like it is, then I tell it how it could be The hood bit requesting my services Oh, don't get nervous, it's step your game of time These ain't them same old rhymes designed to have you dancing in some club Niggas ride to me, women be off in they tub Exfoliating with they pump-pums, yelling, go 3000 I'm in my whatever bumping and a hundred miles And running, 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 woman, coming, sit down, heard you need some plumbing, done in, I'm in a swell mood, a rather swole mood, until she told me that she told dude that she'll be back, she's going to the store, I didn't know she had a boyfriend, so the door I pointed her to, I said, call me when y'all wake up, I don't fuck nobody, bitch, you never owned a Jacob, know what time it is, nigga just trying to live, like a nigga supposed to live, if I still drank that malt liquor, I pour the beer, on the ground for niggas not around, I started off starving, now they got me out here bread farvin' Tryin' to see if I still got it Got it I guess it's like a right oh, Think about it About it About it Oh, 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 no, no oh, oh, oh. Nothing gonna stop us now You can't stop us What you gonna do right now You
2: can't